Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Right, so today's guest is an amazing friend of mine. This is actually the first podcast since the global pandemic. Um, So thank you so much, Tony. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for being my first guest in this crazy situation. Um, It's really weird talking to you like this as like a presenter. It is, honestly, it's really weird. It's even weird for me. I kind of, I'm so getting used to John and I trying to work out how to use technology. <laughs> I do like, how by far. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, so me and Tony are both recording this in our own homes. Um, thank God for technology right now. It's allowing us to keep going in some sort of way, like lots of people working from home and things like that, um, which is really good. Um, so... I, I basically want to start off by just saying how are you and the family getting on like how are you coping during all of this time do you know what it's funny con we've actually all right it's it's almost like we've just I've just sort of sat back and said to, to John and the kids right this is it we have to sort of just get on with it and to be honest in one way it's nice John's home all the time but he's working from home mm. um which has been great as in lots of stuff zoom meetings and things which has been great the kids have been brilliant in that they've not got too bored they've got their friends on all different social media like this house party thing um, yeah. which they've been on and they're in the garden I make sure they get out every day we all do exercise together you know what we're like as a family yeah. anyway so whether it's taking the dog for a really long walk whether we go for a run whether we go for a bike ride um we've just been trying to keep each other busy we've been making cakes um sorting out rooms drawers cupboards yeah. that, and finding all sorts of stuff um, we did the loft the other day, which was quite scary. <laughs> um, <laughs> <but> fun. <laughs> um, so you're we- going to be moving uh, eventually. Um, we won't yes. talk about that because that might be private. But um, so it's probably good to start decluttering now. Anyway, it's probably done you a bit of a oh. favour. It has. And do you know what? It's almost like you feel like you're being cleansed. I don't know about you. Yeah. But I love a good sort. If I open a cupboard up. And I think, right, come on, I'm really going to get stuck into it. And and then at the end of it, I feel so good. I feel clean and new. So yeah, I've, it's like, I've actually quite enjoyed it. It's like a tidy room is a tidy mind, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I think that's very true. Um, and it's just been not, I mean, it's hard. I miss my family so much. I miss my yeah. friends. Um, and just having that normal day to day, like you don't realize how much you yeah. take for granted. Um, but it's actually been for, for what it is, I'm just trying to take all the good out of it. You know what I'm like as a person. Yeah, you're so good like that. Yeah, and I just think, right, let's be positive and, you know, I, John's not, I'm seeing John every day, I'm seeing the kids every day. Yeah, because um, you don't actually see John a lot, do you, really? No, a I lot mean, of people probably John, don't know that. No, it's so true. I mean, John travels more or less every day. He stays uh, probably away maybe twice a week mm. um, if they've got away games or for whatever reason that is. And apart from that, he travels, but he'll leave at half five in the morning mm. and he doesn't get back until probably half five, six at night. Yeah. Um, and and he's probably then knackered. Exhausted, um, exhausted. And like I say, sometimes he might be away for three nights a week, sometimes two. It really varies with, with football. You know, it's just mm. the way it kind of goes, different matches away, home games. It, it makes his, his life really, we really don't know where he's at. It's quite hard to yeah. make a schedule. And the kids, they, the kids start school at 8.15 in the morning. So we're normally out by 10 to 8 every day. I mean, I, I think Georgian summer schooling is so intense. I admire them. Oh they, they work so hard, they do. And they're only young, aren't they? I know. I know. Sometimes I genuinely worry because I do think, gosh, at 13, they're still kids. And yet they're going off. And like I say, 8.15, they don't get in until... It must be about six o'clock, I think, they get in from the wow. school. I know, it's such That's, a long day. but Yeah, but it, it but will all be worth it for them. It will. And do you know what? It's so much sport. So there's a lot of academic, obviously, mm. but then there's a massive chunk of their day, yeah. which is sport-based. Mm. So I actually think it's really good. I, I love the fact that they're doing every day they're doing sport. And that are you doing homeschooling? Home. We are, oh, congeal. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I swear to God, I am like, like, I sit there and I think, right, I know this, you know, like, you I know what I'm doing. Out. Yeah, and then, and then all of a sudden you turn into a teacher and you think to yourself, oh my God. And, but they're, they're, to be honest, I'm lucky that they're 13 yeah. and they're both quite independent. Some yeah. are more so than Georgie, like, as a boy. He has to be pushed a little bit more. I feel like some of my friends have said the same. The girls, Summer yeah. just is on it. She's got her desk set up. She's got all her books, her computer, and she's ready to go. Whereas Georgie needs a little push. But once he's going, he's all right. And I think yeah. starting in the next term, because mm. obviously they're not going to go back, I think we're going to do, uh, they're doing Zoom lessons. So they'll be doing. Yeah, that's good. Sort of, yeah, at least they'll be seeing someone other than just me and the computer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Although they're not, they're having quite a ball at the minute. Oh, like, no, I was going to say, like, <laughs> it, it did feel like a little bit of a holiday at first, like in a really weird yes. way, because obviously it's not, it's not a holiday because you can't just do what you want. Um, yeah. But kid, I think kids especially would feel like that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it must be hard. It's hard enough for me to feel motivated some days, so it must be hard for them too. Do you, Are you yeah. having days where you just, you're lacking motivation? Because I know you said you guys are keeping active and stuff, but I am struggling some days to, to, to want to exercise. Oh, for sure. Do you know what? It's funny. You know me and how much I exercise and stuff. Mm. But even me, because we're weirdly, all of a sudden we're going to bed later, so we're then naturally getting up later because we don't need to get up and set the mm. alarm. And then all of a sudden you think, gosh, it's like I've got out of bed at eight o'clock, half eight. And then by the time I have a cup of tea, chat to John for a bit, do a few mm. emails. And then I think, oh, I actually, 
I need to I need to work out but like you say then it might be nearly lunchtime and mm. the days have all gone a bit weird for yeah. us and and we're having dinner later and lunch later and training is just if anything now I've got to that point where I'm saying to everyone like come on let's just go on a bike ride I don't care what time it is yeah. but I have I honestly have felt it harder to motivate myself and yeah and I do think sometimes oh come on and luckily because we're all quite sporty mm. someone out of the four of us will motivate the other one that's so you good know? so that does help yeah. yeah John John will sort of say come on we're gonna do this and and we'll all moan a little bit but then we do it and then the next day I mean you've got you've got an ex-England captain in your house yeah. like, <laughs> it does help escape it. he is quite a motivator <laughs> yeah he's, I mean I've trained with John before and he's been great but I've, I've got yeah. Bradley, Bradley breathing down my neck so you know what that's like oh, <laughs> I know what God. that's like <laughs> come on Connor oh, but that's and, what he's saying yeah and, and Jane's the older one not so much Elliot Elliot's enjoying his his beer and his barbecues you know what (laughs) (laughs) but James like he's doing his all his 5k's and nominating everyone and stuff but um yeah so you know it is good it does they do keep me on my toes which is good but um, yeah I think you need that I think but I'm also struggling with the nominations you know I can't the (laughs) nominations I've had for 5k's and this and then my dad sent one 100 burpees or no a thousand burpees in 10 days and and you know when you're just like oh wow it's just there is and that's the pressure for me I find yeah so that's really interesting that you say that because um are you finding all the exercise and all the workouts online overwhelming? Because I never thought I would, but I actually am thinking, oh my gosh. Like, Yeah, it is true. And you know, it's funny. It's one of those things that I think, you know, I'm all of, I love posting workouts. If I can help one person, 10 people, a hundred people, then I'm Mm. over the moon. That's why I do it. Um, But at the same time, now in this different world we're living in at the minute, Mm. sometimes you do look and you think, oh, they're doing that and Mm. I can't be bothered and they're doing that and I can't be bothered. And I looked at my own Instagram page the other day and just thought, gosh, I can't believe I've posted like workout after workout because there's nothing really else to post. Mm. So it's a real tricky one. You're either posting previous pictures or you're posting workouts, and then I'm very much in the same thought process of you of, oh, is it making, I don't know if I can even be asked to do it, or, yeah. I don't know, it's a and real, like, is it, it's is a it boring, one. like, is it getting boring? Like, yes. I have, I have such a mixture of followers, like, I've got a lot of mums who are in the same boat as me, where, like, exercising is, is like a luxury in the sense, you know what it's like, you had twins, and you didn't yeah. have any, any help, um, yeah. but, like, training is a luxury, and, um, and if I don't really like ask my mum at the moment because she's got bad arthritis now, her hands are just really sore. So, um, yeah. so yeah, it's like, one of those things. I think for me with kids and training, like my dad's a PT, and he's got a lot of mums coming on saying that they'll probably continue to do this afterwards because they can still do it with their kids. But again, it's if you can be motivated to do it, and that's the mm. difference. I think sometimes like you you know yourself when Macy's teething you've not slept all night the last thing you want to do is get up and do someone's workout on Instagram or YouTube or whatever so I think I think as I say always I think it's about balance I think if you wake up especially now how everyone's feeling like so many of my friends and my family have said they've had good days and they've had bad days Mm. yeah and I think yeah and I think if you wake up 
and you think, right, do you know what, actually I'm alright, I feel like I could go for a walk, or I actually feel like I go for a jog, or mm-hmm. do you know what, we're going to go out on our bikes, then then do it, and I think don't kill yourself if you don't fancy it, and if you mm-hmm. eat a bar of chocolate, you know, because I think you have to have that balance, we're all being told what to do, mm-hmm. so if you put even more pressure on yourself, I think it's even more, it's going to just, it's just going to take over, and everyone's going to end up feeling a bit down, and I just don't yeah. think that's... So I like, just say to my kids, get out for an hour if you can. You know. Yeah. Do you know what? This is why I had to get you on because you're, you're you've got such a good outlook and so positive, but reasonable. <laughs> it's true though because there's some people that are just like, well, you need to be productive or stay focused. Give yourself ten things to do in a day, or if you don't exercise every day, you're going to be depressed. But it, it's, it doesn't actually work like that. I think, no. like you said, we are being telling what to do. We're so restricted anyway. Imagine, imagine adding extra restriction onto yourself, restricting your. Yeah your food like I'm all for being mindful all the time like I think we all need to be mindful um regardless of situation obviously I'm not telling everyone to just eat what the hell you want but what I am saying is right now isn't really the time to start worrying about a massive calorie deficit because I mean right now I'm only getting joy out of Macy sometimes when she's not screaming the house down and (laughs) and and just enjoying cooking and enjoying baking and food and stuff the last thing I want to worry about is that I'm in a 500 calorie deficit yeah no I think I don't you know what we know personally we speak about this a lot when we train together about our food you know and we know how many calories we have and when we're trying trying to be good and lean up a bit how what we have to be in like you say a calorie deficit and even that on a normal day-to-day when our lives are normal we've got the freedom to do what we want it can be tough and me and you sit there moan sometimes about it and then other days you're 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 like yeah I'm up for this you know I'm, I'm on it and I think but right now we need to be even more it's it's not it's really not and like I say I think you have to do things that make you feel good about yourself and if that means you sit and read a book then Mm. that you've achieved something there and and Mm. I always say to my kids like exactly what you said just be mindful you know if you want a bar of chocolate and a packet of crisps today then have a sandwich a bar of chocolate a packet of crisps because I certainly did when I was 13 years old yeah but then don't don't have three packets of crisps and four yeah. chocolate bars you know just yeah. be just be sensible with it yeah exactly and then and then tomorrow's another day and we'll get up and we've got the dog who's crazy yeah. as ever and so he's always keeping us running around he's got massive um I know he's so big he's like a teenager he's worse than my kids to be honest I couldn't, so I couldn't believe it when I saw the video or saw you on the live and I just saw this big dog and I was like that's not oh, no. the same dog I saw a few weeks <laughs> ago Oh, I love him. We love him. It's like we've got another baby in the family. Yeah, he's so gorgeous. He's a gorgeous he dog. Good. But yeah, um, I, going back to that, just I think just keep keep balance on and don't. I don't want to worry about things like that that are not you know, important I, right now. Exactly, and and you know, a lot of my followers. I had a message from a girl saying, "Hi, um, I." when you were on your weight loss journey, did you ever go over your calories by 4,000 calories? Because I had a Domino's to myself this weekend and I feel so guilty. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I know I'm trying to stick to um, a thousand to 200 uh, to 1200 calories a day during lockdown Mm -hmm. so I can continue to lose weight. And I just had to be honest with her and just say right now, I just don't think that that's good for your mental health and a thousand calories a day for anyone is not, it's not it's a healthy amount. amount that's not no. a healthy amount of food to eat and no. yeah I just was so worried and I just and I also have you know people messaging saying like obviously they're they're eating a lot more and they're a lot less active and 
and they are worried about it but I just think do you know what like you know you can only do your best you can only do your best exactly don't worry do you know what I always I always think sorry to interrupt I always think that you can't you can't get fat in a day right so if you have a bad day and you go over your calories by however much it is you're not going to wake up the next day putting on a stone of weight you know what I mean it's not it's not actually going to happen so obviously it will happen over time but if you can then if you have one bad day like I say and then try and have a couple of good ones and again not cut your calories down just be a normal whatever you're supposed to have whether it be 1800 calories just have that which you know and then and then if you think actually um, I don't know say Friday night like Friday night normally we'd have a takeout we'd have a glass mm. of wine you know so 100% you're going over your calories but yeah. then I know next week oh, I'll be I'll be normal and if it's not quite perfect at the minute I think mm. you've just got to not worry about it there's so much more yeah. going on in the world um, that's and what, what is life if you can't enjoy a takeout and a glass of wine with your partner or with 100%. your family like what is the yeah. point Exactly. Like you, you have to enjoy like that's why I train. I train mm. so that I can eat and like enjoy my food and and and, 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 you know, and it, it does make you feel good. Yeah. Exactly that. It was gonna say and mentally it makes you feel so good. Like Even that, like you say, when you come over and we're like, Oh god, can't really be arsed and you've yeah. not slept because of Macy and I, whatever I've got going on and then we're like we've trained and we feel a million dollars. Yeah. You know? So it definitely it. Yeah, it's definitely good for the mind. And I think at the minute, if you can be bothered to do it, and if you can, you know afterwards, 100% you're going to feel better for doing something. So sure. just keep that, yeah. Mind. I like, that was me, like me yesterday, done my first road run, 5K road run. And I saw that. How was I, it? I think I, ne- I think I nearly died like six times. <laughs> <laughs> that is but, so funny. Well, I did it in 33 minutes. So I was buzzing. That, that is amazing. I, I, I am really rubbish at long distance running. I, see, I, I was going to nominate you, wasn't I? And you were like, um, I won't do it because I don't like it. And that was going to be like, <laughs> that was going to be my next question because I know you would, um, I know you you would have donated and everything. But yeah. I I'm someone that like if you don't enjoy doing it exercise wise, I don't think you should do it because I think that stops you from being consistent. It makes yeah. you have a bad relationship with exercise. It makes you feel yeah. like exercise is a chore rather than something to enjoy. So I'm 100%. so glad. I'm so glad you said it to me. I'm so glad you're like, I don't like doing it. And I I'm I love that you were so strong willed in that because you love like kickboxing, you love doing your hit, yeah. you love horse riding. And yeah. Um, and you just stick to that and I guess that's why you can be consistent do you think that's probably what it is a hundred percent I mean John is a massive fan of running he did a half marathon yesterday obviously. oh my god I, I just don't know how he does it and he just does it he just gets up and goes for a run and then comes back like two hours later it is amazing but for me you know I tried it I did some long runs um obviously I've had to do a couple of 5Ks and stuff for, mm. for the nominations. But I really don't enjoy it. And from the minute I set out to go running, I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't Dreading do it already. Dreading it. And, yeah, I'll go in the gym or and I'll, I'll get on the bike and I will can't wait to do a hit session on the bike or yeah. I can't wait to do if Bradley comes over and we do boxing or the kickboxing. I love it. My horse riding, you know, I yeah, just, I love it. And I think, and I've like I've always said to the kids, and I've spoken about in the past that even if you go in the garden and you kick a ball about with your kids for a half an hour, that's exercise. You know, even mm. if it's 
going for taking your dog for a walk and then thinking actually we're gonna have a bit of a jog now it's mm. all exercise and I truly believe you know I've got I had um my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law and John and I and the, all the kids we were in isolation together they've now left but at the beginning of this because of all what happened, we was all in isolation together mm. for two weeks and my sister-in-law is a big runner um so is my brother-in-law and so is John I'm not and Summer's not so one day they've sort of convinced us to go and I really didn't want to go and I'm quite as you know I'm quite strong I, if I don't want to do it I'm like no I'm, I'm good I'll do what mm. I enjoy doing mm. this particular day we all went for a run and I have to say we did a plod you know it was a gentle <laughs> plod it wasn't really a run but we I did feel good for it but I was sore in places that I'm not really sore in mm. I didn't feel like I've pushed myself to like if I was in the gym I would have really gone for it or if I'd set up in the garden and done a circuit I feel like I would have got more out of my body whereas yeah. mentally going on a long run all I'm thinking about is how much further have I got yeah and I never think <laughs> like that do you know I yeah. never think like that when yeah. I exercise I all I'm thinking is right I've got 30 seconds left 30 seconds I can have a rest yeah and I think that's my brain I'm quite an active person in mentally yeah. anyway so if I know I've got a minute of going crazy and then I've got 30 seconds to rest I really enjoy that whereas yeah, just constantly yeah I just I, don't enjoy I rather work harder for a short period of time yes um, and have a rest and then go again that is definitely more me than like yeah. just just basically feeling out of breath and like heavy on your feet for a yes. long time like that's my, it my pelvis still isn't a hundred percent either. So recovery after a run for me is like really important. Cause I was, I couldn't, I could hardly walk after. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you know what, when I had summer and Georgie, I actually didn't really exercise as much as I do now. I was, I was obviously working. So my exercise was a bit more sporadic. And afterwards, the last thing I thought about weirdly, I was 25. Uh, the last thing I thought about was, was exercise all I was concerned about was these two babies of course and I think that as time has gone on and social media you know Mm. I didn't really know what other people were doing I didn't know all I did was see a magazine you you didn't go on Instagram and see everyone so I feel like there's more pressure on mums nowadays to get back and to get back exercising and be fit because that lady's just had a baby and she's Mm. back in her skinny jeans we know everyone's business only now yes and I didn't have that, you know, I had someone in Georgie, it was a bit weird for me because I went, they was in intensive care for four weeks and then I went over to um, the World Cup, or no, it was the Euros, I believe, in Germany. We'd just come mm. out of hospital, um, yeah, they were four weeks. That is oh, a lot it was mad, but I wanted to go. It was, but I went with my parents and we went over and, and John obviously wanted to see the babies as well, we'd only mm. seen them briefly maybe for about four or five days and then he had to go because he was England captain at the time as well so anyway so we've gone and I remember being there and then and not worrying about my body you know I just thought right obviously I need to make an effort because you know I want to feel nice if I'm going to watch John and stuff but I was not really worried and it was only when I was there and I saw all the other girls looking a million dollars and teeny teeny tiny I mean they wasn't they were just normal girls but in my eyes because I just had twins yeah. I felt like the size of a wow yeah. and I remember sitting there thinking oh my god they all look unbelievable oh, and I just look and it was a horrible and and like I say I was lucky in the sense that I didn't have social we didn't have social media then 
So I didn't really know what other mums were up to. The last thing I was thinking about was getting back into my jeans. I love that. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon, incredible. So you basically <laughs> saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking, I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. So many people listen to this. This is no offence to you, Tony, just because people, because obviously that the whole wag thing. Um, yes, yeah. You know, I don't see you like that. But yeah, it's... No, no. But people listening might think that you would have been the complete opposite. Yeah, no, so God, I, think not it, at all. I think it's so interesting and amazing, and because I, I know how much of a dedicated mum you are, um, mm. and you looked after those twins on your own, which is incredible. I just yeah. love that. I mean, that it was the last thing on your mind. I love it. It really was. I mean, as you know, honey, it took me. It took us three years to fall pregnant, and when we finally yeah. did, like I, I loved yeah. every bit of my pregnancy. It was, and I loved it, and I was so excited to meet. I kept saying to everyone, "I can't wait to meet them. I just want to meet them." And when they finally came, it was just like, oh, oh it was my whole life. It's still the best day of my life. Mm. And you know, and then going over there. But like I say. I had nothing to compare it to. I had friends, my sister, they'd all had babies. and But we wasn't looking at each other's bodies or, or anything. We were just being mums. Yeah. You know? and, and that was it. And then I went over to the to the uh, Euros and everyone looked a million dollars. And I, But the girls were so good with me. They were lovely. That They were doting on the babies. No one really cared. You know, we, no. and we didn't. The press made it out to be huge which it was but that's where the whole wag thing started on yeah. that trip when oh, I wow. looked like complete crap <laughs> <laughs> exhausted oh exhausted yeah I was breastfeeding oh, I, no, never, no. 
Yeah, very hormonal. Oh. We went to, um, one day they asked us, all the girls would go to a theme park. So I said to my mum and dad, come on, let's go to the theme park, you know, let's get out of the hotel and stuff. So off we go. And I was breastfeeding at the time. So I remember sitting on the bench, um, breastfeeding, and there were just press everywhere. And my, I was like, dad, because obviously I had a, a, um, a shawl over me, but still it just feels so exposed. And it was that kind of thing going on at, at the Euros that I just found it really, I don't know, just the whole thing. Look, I, yeah, it was really overwhelming. But I dealt with it, you know, and you just think, right, well, okay, go to the matches. And, and it, in the end, it was fine. But it was only when I came back and saw pictures that I actually felt really upset and insecure. And I thought, wow, everyone looks so good. And I just looked like rubbish standing there, you know. So, and that that was really hard to so swallow. You, you can totally understand then why maybe social media can have such a negative effect on effect on people's body image 100 percent. i mean genuinely we all i do it we all do it i can't think of any women that don't you see it and you look at and you think and i don't necessarily follow people but the feed you know your feed shows you pictures of people you don't follow yeah and I look and I and I try not to follow people that don't make me feel good about myself so if there's a, a woman and you know I love I, I think beautiful women are amazing and I'll always say oh my god how stunning is she so yeah. I've got no issue with that but it's when you see images that you know have been changed or filtered or cropped which to be honest I don't even know how they do that when they make their waist so teeny tiny I know and I and I don't get that. And I think, like I say, for me, I was lucky in that I had the kids when there wasn't anything around like that to compare it to. You were so good to me when, you know, I started training again after Macy. I, I decided to start training when she was about five, six months. And I came yeah. and trained with you again. And I found it tough, didn't I? I had a few tears. Because... Because I was so exhausted, even though she was six months, you still just mm. you're still just getting to know this baby, aren't you? And yeah. um, and like I wanted to get back to it myself, but I did also feel pressure. Um, yeah, and I don't think I'm ever going to put myself under that pressure again because we were actually recording a documentary which is yet to launch, but it's it's mm. it's, it's still going to come out. But um, yeah. yeah, and I think I do think that may maybe put pressure on me. I didn't realize at the time. Um, yeah. I, I'm not going to do and that that's the thing. again. No, you can't. And I, I feel like I put pressure on myself going to support. I would always go. I'd never change that. But the pressure, you don't realise yeah. what it puts on your body. And after having a baby, like you say, you know, you're not sleeping. And if I don't sleep now, even now, when my kids are 13, I'm moody. You know, I don't like not having mm. my sleep. And, and I think as a mum... You've got this, and, and no one can prepare you. You know, you go from, and I was so ready to have kids. I was so excited. But all of a sudden, you don't have your, you in it, your freedom no. anymore. It's the weirdest thing. And, you know, they can't tell you why they're crying. And you're standing there thinking, please, I don't know what's going on. Just tell no. me, like, and they can't. Yeah. And it's that real difficult part where your hormones, like now, when you was there with us that day training, you was really emotional. Yeah because I'm 13 years in I just remember thinking oh my god I really understand how she feels yeah and all I wanted to do was hug you oh you did hug me <laughs> yeah I'm and like, I, cried, I, I think I cried even more you know when someone hugs <laughs> yeah. you and you're upset and you just cry even more. 
I cried because I did an uphill walk and it was killing me. It was killing all my Mm. joints and everything was still sore just from doing an uphill walk. And I just felt so upset because I had trained so hard before Macy to Mm. get so far and obviously wouldn't change her for the world. But it's just frustrating that our bodies have to go through so much to get that amazing gift Uh, but it is what it is you earn your babies and they're worth it but it doesn't take away like the how difficult it can be sometimes definitely not it took me ages to get back to having what I I don't know what a a kind of normal body I don't think you ever have I well I personally never had the body I did before Mm. um I weirdly I changed I looked more womanly after having kids all of a sudden I had hips and a pair of Bigger boobs, yeah, exactly. So John was quite pleased. (laughs) (laughs) But he's one of those, it's like you put so much pressure on yourself to be that person. And I think Mm. even more so now, like I worry about you and not about you, but about mums nowadays, the pressure that's on them. And like I said, I was lucky I didn't have that. But what I think you should remember as well, which I've always said, is you are unbelievably fit and unbelievably strong you know and I've trained with you for years and years and you are very inspirational to train with you know and you push yourself no you are honestly and to see someone push through the barriers of that pain you know and you know you think Mm. I can't do anymore I mean you have been to a point of training when we're like I think I might cry because it's that hard (laughs) (laughs) and Bradley just looks at us like we're crazy (laughs) emotional girls yeah and we push and I love training with you so I think that the fact that you know, you do, you're pushing yourself to be what you, you the best you can be, even after, after having a baby, it says so much. So I oh, think thanks, it's amazing. Tony. That means a lot. I really do. Thank really you. Do. So like talking of pressures from social media and everything that's out there, do you, you must worry about summer. This is a topic I wanted to talk about because obviously yeah. Macy's tiny and I don't know what the world's going to be like when she's summer's age at 13. But yeah. I mean, have you had conversations with Summer? Do you worry about her? Yeah, do you know what? It's funny. I Summer's very, very um, sporty. So she was a tomboy. Um, mm. I remember she must have been five. And I put her, put her in the ballet club at school. And she, <laughs> she just looked at me as if to say, what the hell are you putting me in this tutu for? You know, like she hated it. All she wanted to do was wear football kits, play mm. football. She lived in football kits. Um, she lived in her brother's clothes. And she won't mind me telling you that. They've got plenty of pictures as well. It's quite funny. Mm. Um, so we never had this thing. So she wasn't into makeup. We got to the age of 10. A lot of the girls were sort of starting to get into makeup and, and their image. And Summer was still very much, she played for Chelsea at that age. So she mm. wasn't really... She wasn't bothered about that. She just wanted to be a footballer. And then um, at the age of probably 12, um, she started to be a little bit more. She asked questions about makeup. She asked for some makeup. So we'd get makeup, but she wouldn't really use it. Mm -hmm. And then it sort of turned, then the fashion side of things came and she got into Instagram um, when she was 13 and she started to see that, you know, her friends will wear crop tops a lot. There's a lot of crop tops and little shorts and things. And I spoke to her actually, because I I, obviously I told her I was going to chat to you when we're doing this today. And um, I said, Summer, just tell me, you know, I know how I think you feel, but just tell me how you do feel because I just want to make sure I get it right. 
Um, yeah. And she sort of said what I thought, that, you know, she's very aware of how girls are supposed to look and that she doesn't necessarily feel that she looks like that and that she wouldn't want to wear crop tops even though all her friends are and she does sometimes feel the pressure to oh. dress a certain way and she doesn't feel confident enough to do that um but, and I, that but really... I think I think that's also because it's not her style and I think we'll that's it and and I, I think that's okay and obviously it's hard to tell a 13 year old that because when you're 13 you all you're all meant to have you all just copy each other don't you and you're all just yes of... <laughs> but actually Summer's obviously just not a sheep and that I love that about her She's really not, she's, like, you've seen her grow up, hon, and she's yeah. not in any way a sheep, you know. She's, no. she's a real strong, independent young lady, and she knows exactly where she wants to go in life, and she, she's, mm. you know, I don't worry about her at all. Um, mm. And when, But it was interesting just talking to her because she does look on Instagram and she, yeah. she's on social media and stuff, and she does see what girls um, look like and how they dress oh. and... And and that is in in her mind. But again, we'll go shopping, and it was quite funny. About a year ago, we went shopping, and she's like, "Right, Mum, I actually need to get some some clothes. Like, I need to do like there's going to be parties coming up. Not big yeah. parties, only still birthday parties and things like that." Yeah. She said, "But I think I need to sort of get some new clothes." I said, "Okay." So we go shopping, and we're walking around, and I think we was in Topshop, and I said, "Summer, do you know what your style is?" And she went. Oh, mum, I don't. I said, mm. no, neither do I. <laughs> and we both stood there, like, not not really knowing oh, bless her. what's her style. Oh, so we ended up... She's 40, isn't she? She's in, in her... That's it. Her gym star. Yeah, she lives and dies in gym gear, comfy clothes. You know, she loves nothing more than a massive, great big sweater and a pair of leggings. A bit yeah. like me, too. Oh, me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we ended up just going round... Um, and we went into, um, all, we went all the high streets, Zara, Primark, um, H&M, and we just tried on all different outfits. I said to her, right, try this on, try that on. Mm. And all of a sudden we realised what suited her and she can actually wear, we soon found that high-waisted jeans oh, nice. with, a, with a crop top, which is then not cropped, so she yeah. doesn't show any skin, but she still felt like she was... Following fashion. He, yes. But she's not, she's one of those little, like I say, she's a young lady and uh, she does worry. She does think about it. She's constantly saying to me, like, obviously, I do my fitness. John does his fitness. Georgie doesn't have to think about it. You know, he's mm. like doesn't even have to worry and he can just run a 10K without even thinking about it. Was, Whereas Summer has to work. Um, yeah, I know how that and, feels. Me and Summer are so yeah. similar. You were so really similar, yeah. So personalities, yeah. And everything. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. a little little footballer at her age as well, and wearing astroturf and tracksuit bottoms and stuff like that. <laughs> and then, and then my mum took me to Tammy Girl. Did you ever shop at Tammy Girl? Oh my god, I remember Tammy Girl, <laughs> Etam, Etam, or something like that. Tammy Girl, and sometimes at Oasis, yes. Oasis and stuff like that. But my mum would dress me what she liked and I just um went with it because we didn't have social media at that age so yeah I, I trusted my mum I looked up to my mum my mum was my fashion exactly. icon because I didn't know who else yeah. to, to go by so <laughs> I ended so up true. wearing like I ended up wearing skorts you know like a skirt at the yes back and shorts at the back I had those and culottes I remember <laughs> yeah. I had some culottes oh <laughs> I used to wear those my mum used to put me in those 
and she took and I got my hair cut short and she said oh can you give her like a wispy fringe but when you have a wispy fringe you actually have to blow dry it with a big round brush I'm 11 yeah. I'm 11 years of age when am I going to blow dry my fringe with a big <laughs> round brush so I just had a clump of hair down the middle of my forehead <laughs> God. Oh God, it's terrible. Good those, look. That was that was probably my <laughs> ugliest stage. Was when that between those sort of, sort of going in, going into puberty stage where you're all, you're going a bit funny. Your face starts going yes. a bit funky. It does, and all of a sudden you've got these huge teeth in a face that doesn't fit them yet. You know, just like what is going on? It's yeah. the weirdest time. Yeah, Spots everywhere. Yeah. I was obviously quite young when I met John. I think uh, he says we were 17, we were 17, nearly 18, whatever it was. And uh, we were obviously teenagers, so we were really spotty and stuff. And I look back at pictures thinking, oh my God, and I had a fringe as well. <laughs> yes. And I'm thinking, what was I thinking? You know, like, it's I just not like a good look. Britney Spearsy, you know, like the fringe and <laughs> the highlight. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that she's got her own mind and stuff. I guess that's one, a little bit of a less worry. She's, she's really good as well with like, I guess you got all the alcohol and cigarettes that kids start experimenting oh. with, and um, I mean, yeah. her being strong-minded is a little bit one less worry, isn't it? I hope Macy's going to be like it that. Is. I think she will be. Yeah, Would it definitely helps. Um, it, I mean, having having her come home if she's been to, she's just started a new. They both just started um, senior school. They get they, their schools. They go into in year nine. Okay. So they're quite like, obviously. I was year seven when we started senior mm. schools, but their system here is a little bit different. So they go to their new schools in year nine, and all of a sudden they're mixing. Obviously, like we were with eighteen year olds and stuff. Yeah. And there's all this thing called vaping now, and okay. instead of when I was growing up, it was smoking. Now it's vaping. Yeah. But she'll come home and talk to me about it and say, you know, mum, so-and-so's babe. She said, it's not for me. She doesn't judge. And I love that about Summer because I don't judge. You know, I really, whatever you want to do, that's up to you. And I don't judge you. I like you for you. And that's your choice. And mm. um, and Summer's the same. So she says, she it doesn't bother her. She's like, but I just, I don't, I don't want to do it. And I love that, you know, she's yeah. very sensible. Do you um, think that that's, that would be your, do you think... Because your relationship's so good. Because I'm thinking, like, what advice would you give mm. mums listening who might have um, daughters approaching those sort of teenage years or going into secondary school? Like, mm. would it be just to let them know that they can come and talk to you whenever or yeah. anything? I mean, I've said to you for years to my two, just to help. So the rules are in our house um, really easy. First of all, you have to be kind. I always say, I've got nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. Mm. So, and second, we don't judge um I don't really don't judge people don't be mean like John's always saying don't be mean it's nice to be nice mm. and then the other thing we say to them always is look guys always just tell us you know even if you think you've done something that's really bad and we're gonna go crazy we never will if you tell us but if you don't tell us yeah and then we find out then we've got a problem that is but so good I'm so that. gonna take that I'd, I'd take that that's such a good yeah. way of putting it yeah, and they do, and now they'll come out and they'll tell us things. And don't get me wrong, Con, inside I'm like, oh, sugar, I don't know if I really needed to know that. It's quite like, because yeah. it's quite <laughs> like, you know, that's, they'll tell us something that's happened at school. But you, I'm so happy they've You're told You're better me. off knowing than not knowing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, touch wood, there's nothing that they've done. It's just things that they've seen or been around. Mm. And it's probably not that bad, but you, I still see them as little babies, babies yeah. Not, yeah and the outside world is not mm. they don't treat them the same so it's interesting but they sort of see it and we chat and like I've always said to you they're like my best mates they know we have a line that I'm obviously mum 
Mm. And I can be quite firm, um, but I'm always so fair. And that's why they find it easy to talk to me because I'll just sit and listen and, you know, whatever it might be, we get through it. And yeah, I love how I love how you parent them. They they are such good kids. So credit to you and John. Yeah, they're so they're so I remember when I first met them, I thought, God, they're so well mannered and they were so polite and friendly. Um, yeah they're, they're good kids so yeah definitely going to be taking lots of tips from you I think one of the my mum and dad used to say to us look we trust you until you do something to betray our trust so exactly you know love while, that you know if you want to go to a party or whatever we trust you as soon as you get if you get drunk or if you do something stupid or whatever then that's it you know you've ruined it yeah. for yourself so you just never really wanted to let them down or um, do something no. that would then ruin your future opportunities you know, to socialize yeah. or whatever so I think that's and quite it's funny because if I say to someone, Georgie, that's you've really disappointed me there. It might just be about behaviour or something they've done that upsets them more than me shouting and screaming. Mm. Not I'm not a shouter and a screamer, but right. I, so obviously I still lose my temper and I will get cross. But I, I will actually say, look, guys, you that's you know I'm really disappointed. I can't actually believe you've done that, and that will upset them yeah. more than anything. The fact that they've disappointed us and you know John's all about manners as well and he sort of said to them since I can remember um make sure you look at someone in the eye when you're talking to them and always sort of said please and thank you and Mm. and now you know I can take them anywhere and they just chat you know what they're like they'll sit and chat to people if I'm on FaceTime with my friends at the minute they get involved and hi how are you and I love that about them you know that they can actually chat so Tony it's been so lovely speaking to you Oh, you too, always. I'm so glad that your family are all safe and well during this time. Thank you. A couple of questions. One is a new question um, that I'm adding to my podcast because obviously circumstances are different. And that is, what are you most looking forward to when this is all over? Oh, seeing my mum and dad. I can't wait to see my mum and dad. And and then obviously all my friends. I've already said to everyone... They've all got to come over and we're going to have a big garden party. Oh so get ready for that. Oh my God. I'll be there. Ricky, yes. Ricky, come. Of course, Ricky can come. Macy, you'll come. Oh, Macy. We'll celebrate. Oh, amazing. And, and yeah. I'm going for a sleepover without Ricky and without Macy. Yes, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that. We have to do that. Oh, I will, 100%. Um, and then the last <laughs> question is um, because obviously this is all about growing up female, um, I always ask my guests what piece of advice they would give their younger self? Oh, that's a great question. Do you know what I'd probably say to my younger self? Don't overthink things and don't worry too much because I do overthink things. I worry that I might upset someone or I worry that I don't look good enough or I'm not good enough. And actually, the older I get, I I don't worry about it as much. And I used to really worry about things like that. So my thing is... Don't overthink it and don't, and I shouldn't have overworried worried it like I used to because I always did. Amazing. Thank you so much, Tony. Thanks for being a guest and I'll probably speak to you later on today. <laughs> yes, I'll speak to you after. Thank you so much for having me. It's been okay. fun. Take care. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We know times are very difficult right now. And if you want any more information about coronavirus, go to nhs.uk slash coronavirus. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.